Rock stars, welcome back to I Rock the Mic. I'm your host, the photog of rock gods, Mike Klein. My guest today has been featured in music videos and work with acts like Trace Atkins and Brooks and Dunn. She's also a former member of the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, as well as a former Impact Wrestling Knockout. Ladies and gentlemen, you know her as Rebel, I know her as Tanea Brooks. Welcome to the show. Hey Rebel, it's Mike. Thanks for calling into the show today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. So I know you were feeling a little bit under the weather. How are you feeling better today? I got me some nasal spray and cleared the little nasal passages right up, so I'm feeling pretty good. Off the air, we were talking about maybe mixing that with a little bit of wine, so be careful. No driving tonight. Nope, nope. I, I, I heard you already opened it up. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. We did. We did. We're looking for a sponsor from Ciroc, so we definitely, there's a cheap plug for Ciroc, there just so go, everyone nice. hears it. I like your style. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. I love it. So let's jump right into it. So obviously, all around the world, you're going by Rebel. What influenced that name? Like, what brought Rebel to come apart? So it's Drunk Tanea is Rebel. (laughs) Now, now that brings us to a very interesting point, because obviously, wrestling all around the world, I'm sure you're not wrestling drunk. But if you were, what what would be your drink of choice as you go into the match? Or better yet, what would be your drink of choice once you get out of the match? Oh, I love to have a glass of wine after a match, uh, for sure. Um, red wine, really just like it's calming. It, it's uh, I, anytime I want to, not, it just helps you calm down, relax you. And, you know, um, I, I used to live, I used to live in an apartment that um, had a jacuzzi. And I, I mean, that was the best was coming home after a hard match. Dumping in that jacuzzi and a glass of wine really, really helped me for the next day, you know, with my muscles and, and, and stuff. Well, I was going to ask, like, when you're on the road traveling, like, obviously, it's hard to get sleep, but how do you rehab injuries on the road? Well, sometimes you just, you don't. <laughs> um, right. You, I mean, it's when you get home, you, you, you know, you should be consistent and like Epsom salt baths help a lot, um, you know doing a rolling out your muscles with those rollers um bio freeze um box wine when needed yeah that's that's uh key (laughs) so when you're on the road what is like number one go-to song hype song you're on the road and you have one song to play what song is it well you know what's funny is that i don't normally just go here let's play I usually turn on the radio and I and I and I search for what's on. I, I'm one of the very few that still listen to the, just the radio instead of pulling in your um, your auxiliary cord or whatever. One song that always gets me hyped, no matter what, no matter when it's playing or where it's playing, um, is ACDC "Shook Me." That is that one will always get me hyped. Okay, okay. Well, let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's jump into that song. Let's play it for everybody. And when we come back, we'll jump into the next thing about football since it's Super Bowl time. Ooh, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to play ACDC only on RTM Radio.
Okay, guys, we're back. ACDC on Rock the Mic Radio. And since it is Super Bowl time, and since I am talking to one of the hottest former Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, you have to tell me, is it Patriots or is it going to be the Rams? Well, I I, I would pick neither. But I, when I have to, I always go for the underdog. So I'm going to go for the Rams. Going to go for the Rams. You heard it here. We're going to do the Rams over the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots because I just feel like Tom Brady is a goat. And I'm not a Patriots fan because I am a Yankees fan, so I can't like anything that's Boston related, but dude is kind of like the best of all time. So oh you heard it here. It's going to it's gonna be Rams over the Patriots. But while we're on that subject, former Dallas cheerleaders. So what's that like? That's, I mean, you're the elite of elite of all cheerleaders ever yeah. in the history of any cheerleaders. You're, you know, you're the best goes without saying what's that like like what what's the locker room like before walking out into dallas stadium well i like to call it glamorized slavery (laughs) um but the locker room is um the girls that you need in there are just are wonderful girls these are accomplished girls these are successful girls these are intelligent girls uh talented skillful like i mean just all varieties of types of girls and that's what's great about that organization is they do pick elite women to be a part of their organization and it was a real honor to be a part of that locker room i know they did like a reality type show were you ever a part of that no no i was not a part of that but and a lot of that i i i don't watch the show but from what i've like vaguely seen um it, it seems about legit and I mean, you go through a pretty strenuous workout. I mean, it looks like they work these girls, I mean, day and night. Like, I mean, were oh, yeah. you doing like two days just like the guys were? I mean, how were you guys working? Yeah, it? it's, 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 a, um, it's definitely, it's, it's Monday. Well, when I was cheering, it was Monday through Friday, um, like five to 10 o'clock at night. It's like, you know, between four and five hours a night, Monday through Friday. And then you have your appearances on the weekends or the games on the weekends. Did you guys travel with the team or was it just all local Dallas based? Well, for regular games, it's only we cheered at the home games. And then um, for special bowls, like I got to go to the Tokyo Bowl, which was really cool in Mexico, which was really cool too. Who is all-time favorite Dallas Cowboy? Well, I don't play favorites, but I'm partial to Troy and... Okay. Uh, Michael Irvin and Darren Woodson and um, Girls. Uh, great. So, I can't think of his name. He was on Dancing Stars. Uh, well, Drew Blank. Emmett. Emmett Smith. Emmett, yes, Emmett. Crazy Emmett. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're on the subject of football, I, I read an article about lingerie football league. And I heard you were a part of that. Yes, um, I was so original. You, you, original, original Andre Football League is now called Legends Football League. That was an awesome experience as well. Well, there's a lot of people, like especially like some of the, the female and the women wrestlers that actually were in the Laundry Football League. Like I think Summer Ray was in it at one point, right? Yeah, she was after me. Okay, what position did you play? Middle linebacker. Okay, so you just wanted to knock the hell out of people. Okay, I was the best at okay. knocking the hell out of people. The girls okay. were scared okay. of me. Like they wanted, to, they wanted to have a talking with me before before the actual game because they were all models, and I was a model too. But I was just so country that I didn't care about getting my face messed up. So, yeah. That was funny. Obviously, you know, in my background in touring and music, being a photographer, we had things called wardrobe malfunctions. And of course, there was a huge thing at the Super Bowl one year with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. During your time 
lingerie football, there had to be like wardrobe malfunctions all over the field, right? I mean, like there I weren't, I mean, you guys were wearing pads, but. Yeah, I did not experience uh, or witness any wardrobe malfunctions. And we did a pretty good job of layering. It's not lingerie, it's, it's booty shorts and a bra top. But we also, like, we layered underneath that. Um, we double stick taped and then the pads. And, you know, I, I never witnessed any malfunction or and never had any. So I'm blessed to have, to have that. <laughs> I was going to say, because it would have been on YouTube forever. Like, it would have been, it could have been several memes, but it definitely would have been locked in, like, YouTube history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about booty shorts, we got to get into the music part of this. Of course, like I said, it really wasn't lingerie. It was more like the booty shorts. But there was a point where cowboy boots, ripped up jeans, and badunkadunk became a part of your career as well. Yeah. So, tell me about that. How did you end up getting with um, Trace in the video? How did that work out? Well, I toured with a show group, a dancing, singing show group called The Perfect Angels. And we all, it was a show group based in Los Angeles, California. I lived in L.A. for 13 years. And so um, most of all the girls were models, dancers, actresses out in L.A., all working artists. And the owner, Lisa, put together this group. And she also, I used to cheer with her on the Cowboys as well. And she put together this group, and she had booked a gig as Trace Atkins' um, Hot Mama. Made friends with the director and everybody, and they were, Trace was looking to, to do another video. And, oh, so they did, they booked, she booked Chrome. Were, were the girls in Chrome, a Hot Mama, a Honky Tonk Badonkadonk, and Rooks and Dunn's Play Something Country, and Toby Keith's High Maintenance Woman. We're all, it's all, that's all perfect angels. And so. Uh, oh, okay. That's how we kind of booked that. And then we became the, the homemakers on Jeff Foxley's show on CMT, Foxley's Big Night Out. That's all Perfect Angels. We were on America's Got Talent. We were on Chocolate News, the David Allen Greer show on Comedy Central. We were on uh, National Star. Uh, I think that was on it's ABC, CBS, one of those. I don't know. Um, that group, if you look them up, they've done a lot. So Not only word of mouth, but like, you know, sight and video, you guys, it just snowballed. You guys did one thing and it just continued over to the other. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, all of those we we audition for, and they you know, and they pick because the, the the group has a, a a variety of girls. But um, they thought I was most fitting for Honky Tonk Man. Now you performed on the CMAs during the perform- performance of that song, correct? Oh yeah, the ACMAs and the CNT Awards. Okay, so how was that? Because I mean, that's kind of a different stage, especially you know the live TV stage and. I've been there on red carpets doing photos for different magazines, so I know how crazy it gets, but what was it like being on the main stage with Trace? Oh, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, like, it was, it was uh, such a cool experience, and um, I I tell you what, the ACMAs, uh, they, uh, I had on, uh, a lot of girls that we did, did the jean shorts and stuff, but they made me me switch, uh, because as they said, that was too much booty for a family television. So there could have been a wardrobe malfunction during a Trace Atkins song. There's a possibility. Oh, no, no, no. Um, it wasn't like my <laughs> butt was hanging out. It just was, it, it was, um, obviously my jean shorts don't look the same as a, as a smaller booty with jean shorts. So, sure. <laughs> sure. So they just made sure that uh, it wasn't the, the type where anything would, there would be a, mal, a malfunction. So. Well, I think what we should do is we should jump into Badunkadunk. And we should play that song by Trace, and then we'll come back and we'll finish this up with a couple more cool questions and some of your top fives, and we'll go from there. Awesome. All right, guys, we're going to play some Badunkadunk 
with the booty shorts on RTM Radio. Turn it up, son. All right, boys. This is her favorite song. You know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance again. Oh, she put her beard down. Here she comes, here she comes. Left, 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 right, left. Hustlers shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall, feeling down near ten feet tall. Here she comes, Lord help us all. OTW's girlfriend done slapped him out his chair. Poor old boy, it ain't his fault. It's so hard not to stare at that honky tonk, but don't get down. And perfect rhythm makes you wanna swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. And ooh, shut my mouth, slap your grandma. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy, how she even get them bridges on? That honky tonk, but Donkey Kong. Can't blame her for what her mama gave her It ain't right to hate her for working that money maker Man's just down at two, but we're hanging out till three We'd hate to see her go, but love to watch her leave With that honky-tonk, but don't the dog Now keeping perfect rhythm make you wanna swing along Got it going on like donkey Kong. Shut my mouth, slap your grandma. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy, how she even get them bitches on with that honky tonk, but don't the dog. Oh, that's what I'm talking about right there. All right. Crazy, you think you fell in love. Boys, you better keep your distance. You can look, but you can't touch that honky tonk. But donkey donk, keeping perfect rhythm, make you wanna swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. And ooh, he shut my mouth, slap your grandma. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the phone. Lord and mercy, how she even get them bitches on that honky tonk, but don't get down. That honky tonk, but don't get down. Okay, okay, I have to ask this question. We're coming out of the break. I've got a crazy question here. In this song, I listen to a lot of lyrics and all of the music I listen to and try to figure it out. Well, this one's got me kind of going, hmm. What in the world? So I've got to ask it. What in the world does, oh well, shut my mouth, slap your grandma? 
I got to know about this. Like, do do they really slap grandmas? Because I don't know. I'm a grandma's boy. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, uh, what I think, it's an old country thing. And it kind of, um, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but like when you're eating some good food, uh, they say, um, like, oh, man, this chili is so good. Makes you want to slap your grandma. I think that's where that comes from. And shut my mouth is I think when she's walking by his mouth, his jaw drops. You know, it's like shut my mouth. And then make you want to slap your grandma. It's all you know. It's kind of that old country saying that says you know, saying that this food's so good makes you want to slap your grandma. And you do need to close your mouth when you're eating good food, so that makes sense. There you go. It makes sense. <laughs> all right, so it does make sense now. You heard it here. So real quick, yesterday you and I were talking off, and we were talking about um, favorite songs, and we've put together a big playlist that's going to be just your playlist for Rock the Mic Radio. But I wanted to talk about three of those songs because there were some things that you told me about them. One of the songs was Float On by Modest Mouth. So I wanted to know, why is this one of your favorite songs? Is it like a special time in your life? Is it just badass? Is it a special lyric? Does it talk about slapping grandmas? Tell me what Float On by Modest Mouth does for you. Well, um, I don't think there's any special ties to this song, but it's just one that no matter when it comes on, it's, it's kind of calming to me. It makes me feel sure. relaxed. It makes me feel cool. <laughs> I don't know if that... Sure. It's, it's just a song that makes me feel cool. And it like gives me like good, chill, positive vibes. It is a cool vibe song. I mean, the guitars and the melodies in it are pretty are, are soothing. I agree. Yeah, and I feel like it just is, it, it's one that connects people for some reason. Anytime, like... Uh, I think a lot of people like this song and connect to this song. I think when it comes on, the people for some reason connect to it. And I just really, I just really like that about that song. Okay. Okay. Well, the next one, I really hadn't heard a lot of people talk about this song for years. So when you brought it up in our conversation yesterday, it kind of threw me for a loop. But Doll Parts by Hole, which obviously everybody knows Hole is Courtney Love, which was um, Kurt Cobain's um I guess wife. I guess they never broke up, so it's not ex-wife. Wife. But Doll Parts. Tell me about Doll Parts. Why is that so special? Well, Doll Parts, as uh, any wrestling fan knows, uh, I was in a, um, uh, a faction or group called The Doll House. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins put in a call to Courtney Love and asked if we could use that for uh, the Doll House entrance uh, music. So that one is special to me because that was the Doll House entrance music which was very very cool cool and you know that brings up an interesting point because i hadn't even thought about that i mean as a lot of us know on the music end billy corgan with the smashing pumpkins you know a lot of people don't know how connected he is with wrestling so oh, yeah. that's actually a pretty yeah that's an interesting story by itself so interesting uh, he actually now owns nwa uh wrestling alliance it's it's so strange because, again, I've photographed Billy a couple times, and I've talked to him a couple times, you know, and I've never once heard mention of wrestling until about a couple years ago when his name was kind of, you know, jumping in the different circuits. And I was for sure that it wasn't Billy Corgan, like of Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and then one, and then one day I was like, well, wait a minute, there's like a press conference, I'm watching it, and it's really him. So yeah, it's yeah, kind absolutely. of neat. He actually gave me um, some great advice that um, um, when I was put into the dollhouse, I was, you know, rebel, the ring general, and he mentioned that um, Sherry Martell. Okay. And I started studying Sherry Martell, and she is um, 
a big inspiration for when I was in the dollhouse. I really, um, and I give thanks to him for telling me to, I don't know if he said I remind him of her or um, I give him those kind of vibes or something. And then so I just started just studying her and she was my inspiration for when I was rebel in, in dollhouse. That's a great story. I mean, again, it it's awesome to hear how music is so much a part of wrestling and how wrestling is so much a part of music. Like, you know, obviously with being iconic with, you know, different entrance musics and, 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 and themes, it's great to hear, again, something like Billy Corgan talking about something so retro old school like, you know, Shelly Martell. So that's pretty cool. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty interesting thing. Let's jump real quick into number three which this one apparently was a big one for you uh, by Temper Trap. So it's Sweet Disposition. Yes. Now, Sweet Disposition is one that I envision um, me walking down the aisle to my wedding. Instead of the, I'm not very traditional. I am in some aspects, but like I like to do it my own way. And um, this song, for some reason, I, I don't know if anyone else does this, but like when I listen to music, I picture myself in a music video. <laughs> and so, Sure. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah. So Because um, I was going to say, I think Baby One More Time by Britney was about me. So I get that. I totally get that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I definitely, this song, for some reason, I, I, I just want to walk down the aisle um, for my wedding. And, um, and another reason is that I want to get too deep here on the radio station but like uh, my father passed away in 2010 and uh, when I was on my way when I was told he was in the hospital and he was passing I was on my way on a flight um, to see him and I was looking out the window and uh, out of the airplane and then um, this song came on and a bright light with a rain, vertical rainbow came out out of the window. And I thought it was the sun because it was so blinding. And um, the song was playing and um, come to find out the sun was on the other side. And when I landed, I, my, my dad had already passed and I, I asked what time did he pass? He passed at the time that I was looking out that window and listening to that song. So in some respect, this is, this is the song that my dad will be walking me down the aisle to, so. What a great story. And you can't take that away. I mean, that's forever. So that's awesome. That's yeah. great. That's great. Well, real quick, what's next for Rebel? Well, I believe there's going to be a lot of next things for Rebel. Um, and there's three things that I learned that you should never, you should always keep, three things that you learn you should always keep private. One, your love life. Two, your income. And three, what's your next move? So I guess we're going to have to wait and see. So hey, I'm only sure. time will tell. I'm, I'm, I'm in talk with a lot of people right now. And so uh, only time will, will tell is all I can say. Well, I'm sure we're going to hear about it. And of course, I'm going to have you on the show again. Um, I know you've got a lot of matches and a lot of traveling coming up. So I'm sure we're going to see you on the road. Absolutely. That's all we got for today. I appreciate it so much. I know you're busy. You deserve a glass of wine for this. I agree. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for having <laughs> but me. I was going to say, I love that you came on. I love the story about Billy Corgan. It's a great tie. And I love the conversation about your dad. That was awesome. Aw, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We will see you again. And if you ever need anything, you know where to find us, of course. And, of course, I'll see you on the road here pretty soon. Again, thanks, everybody, for listening in to RTM Radio and my good friend Rebel. And, of course, check us out again online at irockthemike.com. Thanks, guys. Rock the Mic. Hey, this is Rebel, and you're rocking out with Mike Klein only on Rock the Mic Radio.